Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Welcome back in, everyone. It's another edition of the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast here on Spotify at Apple Podcasts, wherever you may be tuning in. I'm Joel Norman, and we're happy to have you tuning in with us uh, once again. Apple Sox baseball coming up around the corner. Still a couple months out here. It's June 2nd. It's going to be the opening day of the 2023 season. If you're looking to circle a date on your calendars, I know I am. It's I know it's been pretty cold in Wenatchee. Uh, I'm over in Lincoln, Nebraska, broadcasting junior hockey this offseason. And at the time I'm recording this, it's 10 degrees outside. So uh, I imagine a lot of you are like me. You're seeing a lot of the spring training uh, pictures and videos for maybe the Mariners or another team on social media, and you're just waiting for those days of the warm weather. And they're coming up around the corner. It's going to get here eventually, but uh, looking forward to this season coming up for the Apple Sox. So don't forget, if you want to get your, your best value for tickets for this summer, it's purchasing season tickets. You can do those now by heading over to applesox.com. We also offer some 10-game packages right now. You can get those, again, at applesox.com. So a lot of fun coming up here this summer, but just wanted to do an update on the podcast here because we're getting into a weekly rhythm here, and it's going to get pretty fun here coming up next week as the Apple Sox are going to be revealing their 2023 roster beginning next week. Now, if for those of you who've been listening to the podcast since our inception, you're pretty familiar that this was a big part of uh, last year. It was a weekly feature, and it's going to continue to be that this season. Head coach Mitch Darlington and myself are going to break down new members of this roster uh, one day a week, and we're going to release those in our podcast episodes for you to kind of get a feel for what Mitch's thoughts are on these players, get a little background info from me, and hopefully give you a good feel of what this roster is going to be like for the Apple Sucks in 2023. At the time this is being released, we had our hot stove party uh, the night before uh, on this past Thursday. So if you were at that, if you're a season ticket holder, you got a chance to hear two of the names who are going to be part of the 2023 team. But uh, you're going to learn a full list of those here coming up. So not only on the podcast are we going to be releasing info on them, you can check out our social media pages. In fact, pretty much every weekday from now until whenever we fill out the roster, we're going to be releasing players who have signed with the Apple Sox. It's going to be a once-a-week post, once-a-day post. So five players coming up this coming week on Monday. There'll be one on Monday, one Tuesday, one Thursday, one on Wednesday, and then another Thursday and Friday, and so on and so forth. But you're going to get to see new players coming to this team each day. And I think this is the one thing I will tease about our roster for the 2023 season. And I think a lot of people will be excited to hear this. There are nine players who played for the Apple Sox last season in some capacity who are going to be back here in 2023 so that's going to be pretty thrilling to see some familiar faces and I think whenever you get a ton of returners you 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 know you appreciate it because each season the the changing of the guard whether on the roster whatever it is even sometimes assistant coaches it's part of the nature of summer baseball but I think we all for those of us who come back year to year you appreciate the guys who are there for multiple seasons because it adds to the memories a little bit more. And you know maybe it means a little more to them coming back a couple of times. You know, last season there were four returning players who had previously played for the Apple Sox, and it was so cool just to see them back. I always tell people one of my favorite memories as an Apple Sox uh, worker was back in 2019. This was my second year working for the team. And on opening day of that year, I think we had three or four in our in our starting lineup. 
And each time, there were a lot of them were position players, in fact, and each time one of them came up to hit, the fans would give them a little bit louder of an ovation as they came up. They heard that familiar walk-up song once again, heard that familiar name, and it was so cool the way the fans responded to that. So I'm really looking forward to a lot of you who are listening. We're going to be at games this summer, welcoming back our returning players in a, in a similar way as, uh, as I remember from a few years ago. So nine returning players coming to this 2000. Uh, 23 roster guys who were in action in some capacity with the Apple Sox in 2022. Some local names, some other places that may be farther away schools, some closer schools, but a really exciting blend of talent coming back to this team here for this 2023 season. An interesting thing to note about the returning players and the new players coming to this Apple Sox team for 2023. Uh, Mitch Darlington touched on this. If you're at our hot stove party on Thursday night, you heard this. But an exciting thing that the West Coast League is allowing this season is more incoming freshmen for the upcoming year. I'm really excited to pick Mitch's brain about that a little bit more because you're going to hear a lot of us chatting for the next few weeks, as I mentioned, with the roster release podcasts. I'm going to ask him a lot about that because that's something that once that became available that the, the number increased, he really upped the ante on the number of guys he was going to sign. So, and, and he has told me several times he's really excited about some of these younger guys who are coming to the team this year and the fact that it is a younger squad in general for the Apple Sox. It's nice to have these experienced players, but sometimes the hungriest ones are the youngest ones. Those guys getting out of high school for the first time, nibbling at that first college opportunity, you know, maybe think... Think about a guy like Ivar Arquette from last season, how, how exciting he was to watch with the Apple Sox. Maybe the year before, 2021, you might remember A.J. Guerrero. He's really playing well at the University of Washington right now. He's one of the staples in that lineup. He was a three-hole hitter for their first weekend of, of action in the beginning of the Division I schedule last weekend. So incoming freshmen tend to have really special summers in a league like the West Coast League, and I'm excited about some of the guys that Mitch has got coming in here in just a little bit because I think we're going to see some names that are really going to be fun to watch all summer long. So we'll touch on that more over our podcast as well and talk about some of the guys who are going to be those incoming freshmen he's excited about and just what he thinks the perk is about having some more younger players. So that'll be something we'll get a chance to touch on more in the podcast as well. So with all these new players coming to the Apple Sox, one thing we're always looking for is going to be more host parents. Now, if you're not familiar with the host parent program, it's pretty simple. You just have to have an extra bedroom in your house, be able to have a player over, and then you just have to make you know a couple meals for them as they're able, maybe like a breakfast or a dinner, something like that, and just really make them feel like home. It's The guys are gone for half the summer, so really what it comes down to is you've got a baseball player in your house for half of your summer, Half the time he's gone, and he just wants someone to make Wenatchee feel like home. And that's something that some of these host parents have done such a great job at over the last few years. We've heard some great stories. I, I love, and if you're a host parent listening, I love talking to you guys about your experiences. Because my first year, 2018, I stayed with a host family because I was fresh out of college, and it was a blast. I hope they're listening because they're... Their jo- their ability to make it feel like home, what Anchi is probably a big reason why I still work for the Apple Sox. It just made it feel like this was a place I wanted to be. They were so welcoming, making everything feel natural, and helping me f- answer the questions I need. You know, places to live. Uh, you know, where eventually to, you know buy certain things or what places to go to. Just things like that. And I, I appreciated their efforts. Mark and Mona Hine from a few years back, and I know a lot of our former players really cherish the memories they have with their host families over the course of their summer in Wenatchee. Now a little bit more about our host parents here from head coach Mitch Darlington. Hey Apple Sox fans, head coach Mitch Darlington here. 
I uh, wanted to take a little bit of time today just to talk about the importance of our host parents and our host families. Um, without our host parents or host families, you know, our, our season really isn't possible. Um, for me as a coach to be able to recruit and bring in guys and know that they're going to good homes for the summer um, and staying with good families, um, it, it's really, really important. It allows me to make roster additions um, you know, before the season comes up. Um, it allows me to be able to recruit more players um, and build you know, a pitching staff and position players and, and just bring in a lot of different guys from different areas around our country um, and even outside of the country as well. Um, so really important, without, without our host parents, without our host families, the season really is not possible. Um, some of the benefits of signing up to be a host parent uh, include free season tickets to all the Apple Sox games. Um, if you have any children that you know, play baseball or even just interested in coming to an Apple Sox camp, um, they would get free admission into all of our summer camps. Um, and then there's just the lifelong relationship um, part of it. You know, I, I talked to host parents from last summer who are already road tripping um, down to California, maybe to go watch their player play, um, who still stay in contact with their, with their player from the summer. Um, so it's a really unique experience, not only, um, you know, for the player to come here and stay with quality people, but for you guys to, to meet a collegiate baseball player and uh, for them to stay in your home and, and build that lifelong relationship. Um, I hope everyone is... Uh, Staying warm during the cold months right now and getting ready for a little more Apple Sox baseball coming up here soon. Um, but yeah, we are still looking for host parents for next summer. So please sign up. It, it, it helps us so much. Um, and, and really, again, it's, it's not possible without you guys. So thank you. That was Apple Sox head coach Mitch Darlington. As I mentioned, you're going to get a chance to hear from him plenty coming up in the next few weeks as we dive into our Apple Sox podcast and look at some of the new members of this coming season's roster. Wanted to touch on some other news with the Apple Sox as we continue on this week's episode. This is going to be a little bit shorter one than we've usually had, but obviously want to just kind of dive into some of the exciting topics as of late with the Sox. Now, the World Baseball Classic is coming up in a few weeks here. That gets started at the beginning of March, and there are a couple of Apple Sox alums who are going to be appearing in the World Baseball Classic. They're at least on their initial rosters, hoping to see them in a ton of games. And it's two guys from with some different experience in terms of how recent they played for the Apple Sox and how far back they played. I'll start with a guy who played for the Apple Sox 13 years ago who is going to be in the World Baseball Classic. He's going to be in it and... It's a guy who's had, you know, he's been up and down a little bit between the majors and the minors over time in his baseball career, but someone who you might remember him because he was on that 2010 West Coast League Championship team, and it's Zach Weiss. He pitched, he's going to pitch for Team Israel, and he played for the Apple Sox back in 2010. Bounced around, as I mentioned, a little bit in his uh, Major League Baseball career. We'll dive into those numbers in a moment, but first, just kind of want to go back on his Apple Sox statistics. He was 1-1 with a 337 ERA in 12 appearances Back in 2010, struck out 20 hitters, walked six, and allowed 26 hits in 21 and a third innings that summer. Two scoreless outings in the postseason, inning and a third, one strikeout, two walks, and one hit. As of course, as I mentioned, that was the summer the Apple Sox defeated the Bend Elks in the West Coast League Championship Series. As I mentioned, in his major league career, Weiss is he's gone up, he's gone down. Made his major league debut a few years back with the Cincinnati Reds. That was back in 2018, 
But after that, he's had a you know gone different teams in the minors. He was briefly at the Seattle Mariners organization a couple of years back, and then moved on. He's currently right now in the Los Angeles Angels uh, farm system, looking to make a dent in the major leagues this season. And maybe part of that can come from his work in the World Baseball Classic. I think the fun thing to look forward to, this is just you know, a general baseball comment, that the World Baseball Classic, an advantage to participating in it, is that if you are a guy looking to prove themselves, it's a great opportunity to put yourself out there in the spotlight and get some reps at a high level because uh, for some of these, these, these countries that you're going to be performing on, even if you are a guy battling for a spot in the major leagues, you might be a headliner for that team because you are a major leaguer and they may not have a ton of guys who've made the major leagues. In total, Zach Weiss, who I mentioned came, played for the Apple Sox back in 2010, he's made 13 appearances in his major league career. One game in 2018, 12 appearances in 2022. 13 and a third innings this past year, 0 and 1 with a 3.38 ERA in 12 games for the Los Angeles Angels. So, pitching just as many games this past summer as he did back in 2010 with the Apple Sox. Of course, much different uh, lengths of seasons. But uh, so Zach Weiss is the first guy who was talking about who's an Apple Sox alum who is appearing in the World Baseball Classic. He'll be on Team Israel, so keep an eye out for them. And the other one is a much more recent member of the Apple Sox, still a few years back right now, but 2019 Sox right-hander Ryan Long is going to appear on Team Great Britain for the World Baseball Classic. Now, Ryan was on the Sox my second year with the team, and I remember he had a couple of really special outings that summer. He had a game, it was June 18th against Port Angeles, struck out nine hitters, in seven scoreless innings on the road, only allowed four hits and no walks. That was one of the more impressive outings I remember because of just how his control was just absolutely on point. And in general, his control was fantastic that summer. Now you look at the overall numbers. He was 2-3 and three with a 4.24 ERA with the Apple Sox, started eight of the ten games that he appeared in, tossed 40 in a third inning, struck out 34, walked six, and allowed 49 hits. So the one thing for him that year was the base hits allowed was a little bit higher up probably than he would have liked. But what I look for with guys in the summer is their ability to limit free passes as a pitcher. It's nice when a guy has a bright and shiny ERA. The reality is that sometimes just a couple of bad games can really just dent that ERA. And we don't always know the full story. Sometimes these guys are pretty depleted. If they're a full-season pitcher, they might get really depleted in their last few outings of the season. And sometimes their ERA can get jacked up because they're asked to go out on the mound in a game where they are not really 100% and just are kind of asked to give it their all. I think a great example of someone like that, if you want to look at their stats, is Hunter Gibson from this past summer with the Apple Sox. He had a fantastic start of the season, but things kind of went downhill for him a little bit later on in his last couple of outings. But that was a guy who had not pitched in the spring of 2022, but gave it his all with the Apple Sox. So his his ERA is a little higher than I think it should be, but it's partly because of just a couple of rough outings at the end when he was probably pretty exhausted from a long campaign. So don't always see these ERAs that guys have and think, okay, well, you know, he was over four, so it wasn't a great year. I think you really have to look at the sample size, and that's extremely true with Ryan Long's numbers with the Apple Sox from that summer. Long is a Woodenville, Washington native, but his mother is from Great Britain, and in a tweet from at MILB underscore players, he talked a little bit about his experience there. Kind of neat to hear. I'm like in, in like 
like Cornwall, which is like countryside England, just like trying to find like any sort of net I can or like a brick wall. And like the other thing is like I have like plyo balls and usually in the States, like I can just like throw my plyo balls against like a concrete wall. Like it's not a big deal. But over there, like they like everything's like from like 900 like it's all like brick and like so if you threw it against it it would like break yeah. so so it was like it was like i spent my whole time there like trying to find places and all my all my relatives i like in the process explained baseball to all my relatives and it's such like a foreign thing so it's like it's like cool to now be able to like back to them and say like hey like i'm actually representing the national team so yeah it was it's, it's been pretty fun to, to to be be a part of the whole thing Again, that was former Apple Sox pitcher Ryan Long in a clip tweeted by at M-I-L-B underscore players talking about his previous time spent in Great Britain. Diving into his professional career, he was drafted by the Baltimore Orioles back in 2021, and he pitched for them the last couple of years, started out in rookie ball in 2021, and then was with the Delmarva Shorebirds single-A affiliate in 2022, 7-5 7-5 record, 3-10 ERA, and 21 appearances, 10 starts. He tossed 72 and two-thirds innings, allowed 60 hits, and also only walked 31 batters in that time. So, as I mentioned with him, the control is pretty impressive. 73 strikeouts and 31 walks. I think that's what you need to know right there, is that the, the walks, he's been able to limit those. Something fans saw for him in Wenatchee a few summers ago as well, and that's an exciting thing to watch with him. A guy who's in the minor league system, but he's on Great Britain's World Baseball Classic roster. That is extremely high praise. It's really hard to understate just how impressive that is that he has earned this honor. A guy who's you know, going to probably crank that double-A level this season in the Baltimore Orioles system. And what a f- fun organization to be with right now, the way their prospects are rising. But that's where he's at right now, and he's going to be uh, pitching for Great Britain at the World Baseball Classic. I'm really excited to see how he does, just from a guy from recent memory who I got a chance to see in Wenatchee. I'm sure a lot of you got a chance to see him and Zach Weiss back from 2010, but it uh, makes it a little bit more interesting. Obviously, we're all going to want to watch Team USA's games, probably a few of those other exciting teams we want to watch, you know, uh, Dominican Republic team, Puerto Rico, they've got some loaded lineups, as well as Japan as well, but it's fun to see... Uh, maybe have a little bit more of a rooting interest in other ways with some of these former Apple Sox players who are also on teams. So, as I mentioned, Zach Weiss on Team Israel, pitched for the Apple Sox in 2010. Ryan Long is going to be on Team Great Britain, pitched for the Apple Sox in 2019. So, World Baseball Classic getting started at the beginning of March. Keep your eyes on those two. The 2023 Wenatchee Apple Sox season is right around the corner, and the best way to enjoy all the fun at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium is with season tickets. Season tickets are now on sale for as affordable as $145, and they lock in your seats to all home games from June to mid-August, and they also include all postseason games for free at no additional cost. Premium reserve seating closer to the field and with seat backs on them are also available for $245, and new this season are flex packs for Apple Sox fans. It's a valued general admission pack of $60 that gives you 10 general admission tickets that can be used at any point in the 2023 season. Single game tickets will go on sale later on in the spring, but for right now the best option and the best value is to purchase Apple Sox season tickets. Head over to applesocks.com right now to lock in your seats. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. As I mentioned, we're going to have our first roster release episode coming up next Thursday and pretty much each week until the roster is pretty much set in stone, which is usually the end of April or early to mid-May. That's what you're going to expect every week. 
weekly Apple Sox podcast. Uh, we've been kind of having those a little bit the last few weeks. I really hope you everyone's enjoyed those. It was so fun for me to catch up with some of these former players, uh, Xander Orhudo, CJ Horn, and Jason Freeman. Thanks to all of them for their time and you know just sharing some of their great memories with Wenatchee, whether it was back in 2003 or 2022. So really fun to talk to those guys. If you miss any of those episodes, you can check them out right now on our podcast feed. Whether you're listening on Apple or on Spotify, you can just scroll back and check out some of those. So, as I mentioned, I'm Joel Norman. That's going to do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. To check out any other info on the Apple Sox, our opening day is going to be June 2nd, as I mentioned, against the Bend Elks. You can find it right now on AppleSox.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.